Alright guys, today I've got a story time that was sent in to me about this uh, kid who was on his bus and this emo dude who ran like this little gang tried to extort him. So uh, he ended up fighting him and overall it's just pretty entertaining. Regardless, I figured it'd be a story time y'all would enjoy. So without further ado, let's get into it. Alright, so like I said, this story was sent in to me by a subscriber that was in the unfortunate position of having to ride the bus home from school every day. You know, and one thing that I'll say about school buses from my experience they tend to get a little chaotic it's just too little supervision with too many dumb kids and that being said you know most of the time you don't have some dude that thinks he's like in charge of a gang on your bus who's telling you that you're gonna have to pay him for protection and stuff but I guess there was this emo kid on this subscribers bus that was like always calling it his turf you know and and was referring to his friends as his gang and that they were here to protect their turf and if anyone stepped to his gang they were gonna have a problem and each time I said turf and gang right there I was using air quotes because there's like literally no reason to think that these kids would have done anything to protect their turf or that they were actually a gang outside of like knowing each other I mean I'll be honest the gang was like the three emo kids on the bus that bullied people you know plus this leader dude who was like in charge of them and uh, there's nothing that scary about a gang of four emo kids approaching you and like trying to intimidate you you know you're like trust me you guys hate your lives way more than I hate mine Overall, though, they thought they were super intimidating, and because they were in a group, a lot of people on the school bus just naturally didn't try to have any problems with them because, like, going up against a group isn't fun. But the leader of this group would talk about himself like he actually thought he was Al Capone in charge of the mafia, man. Like, he legitimately thought that he had some real type of criminal enterprise going on because he was in charge of, like, four emo kids on the bus, you know? And listen, that's really not that much power dude but the way he would talk about himself was like he had actual pull in the city and could make things happen for example if somebody did something that he didn't like like if somebody sat in his seat or you know what disrespected him or what he took as disrespect he would like pull them aside and tell them that they didn't want to be on his bad side because of his influence and that him and his gang were not somebody that you wanted to cross totally acting like it was you know 1920s Chicago and he was bootlegging some liquor around like oh yeah you don't want to cross me what are you and your gang gonna do bro call me four eyes like what really you and your little crew on the school bus can't do anything if you do decide to beat me up okay then the bus driver still has more power than you and you're not gonna ride the bus anymore so all you really can do is like call me names and okay whatever the emo kid who wants to act like a mafia don is calling me names I, I can take that and listen, man, I'm just saying, people in the mafia actually have power, bro. They could probably actually make people swim with, swim with the fishes or whatever. But you're not that because you have three dudes on a school bus that listen to you. It's just not the same thing. Anyways, one day the subscriber gets on the bus and sit next to his friend. And they sat about two rows back from the emo kid that I'm going to call Al for the rest of the video. Like, the leader is going to be Al for Al Capone, you know? Regardless, they sat two rows back from Al. And on this 
particular day, the subscriber that sent this to me wasn't exactly in a great mood, you know? He wasn't going out of his way to have problems, but he also really wasn't in the mood to be dealing with anybody's crap. I think everybody can relate to that, you know? You're just at your, the end of your rope when it comes to taking orders from people or, like, just dealing with stuff that makes no sense. Anyways, he just kind of had this feeling of, like, I, nobody talked to me right now. I don't really want to interact with anybody. I just want to get home off this bus. But whatever, halfway through the bus ride, Al stands up two rows in front of them and is like, you know, attention, attention, I've got to make an announcement. And he literally makes the entire bus quiet down and look at him, you know, because a lot of these kids were afraid of him and his little group. And once he has everybody's attention, he's like, all right, we're going to be making some changes around here. You know, like it's a corporate seminar and he's just telling everybody they have to take shorter lunch breaks. Anyways, he proceeds to tell the bus that him and his little squad are going to be offering protection to everybody for $5 a week. If you give them $5, they'll make sure that nothing happens to you on the bus, nobody messes with you, they can guarantee you get to and from school very quickly and safely. And, you know, it, it definitely is a program that is uh, designed to have your safety at heart. And obviously, everybody's like, okay, I don't necessarily feel unsafe on the school bus. I don't feel like I have to pay this random kid to protect me. So what happens if I don't pay it? Like, what if I just tell you, no, I don't want to pay for your stupid little gang to protect me? Well, Al's answer to that question was, well, then at that point, he couldn't guarantee that you would make it to school without having any issues. You know, he couldn't guarantee that you would have safety on the bus. Which is nuts about this entire situation is that it's literally a protection racket. Like, the mob would actually do this to businesses, dude. They'd go and be like, hey, we're going to protect your business, and if you don't pay this fee, then we can't protect it. That's literally what he's trying to do on the, on the bus. Sorry, boss, bus, same thing. He literally thinks he's a kingpin in charge of the mob out here who's like, you're going to pay me $5 a week, and if not, me and my friends are going to bully you. And at that point, you know, the subscriber has just had enough. As I said, he's not in the greatest mood already. And now this guy's trying to tell him that he has to pay $5 a week to be safe on the bus. Yeah, no, I'm not going to pay you, bro. You and your little emo squad don't even scare me in the first place. So I guess the subscriber at that point goes, hey, Al. And Al turns it, looks at him, and he goes, go yourself. But he didn't say nothing. You know, he said another word that I'm not going to say because I like when my videos stay monetized. But, you know... Obviously, Al wasn't really expecting that response because he comes over to him and he gets up in his face and he whips his long emo hair out of the way, you know, so he can actually make eye contact with him. And he's like, what did you just say to me? I was in the middle of an announcement and I think I heard you insult me. So I'm going to give you one chance to think about this before you answer this question. What did you just say to me? And he's trying his best to be really intimidating, you know, but he's just not very intimidating, like, at all. And so the subscriber, without missing a beat, is like, I said F yourself, all right? I'm not going to pay you and the three stooges over there to not beat me up on the bus, okay? It's not going to happen. You guys aren't going to beat me up anyways. And obviously, the entire bus is kind of taken aback. Most of them had never stood up to Al before because they were just kind of afraid of what would happen. So everybody's just kind of watching this situation, holding their breath a little bit. And Al is taken back because nobody had ever really talked to him like that before. And so he's thinking about what to say 
and finally he's like, well, then I guess you're going to have a rough time riding the bus, little boy. I'm going to make sure that you have some problems. Do you understand? You're not going to disrespect me. And if you're not willing to pay for protection, then I can't guarantee that you're going to be safe. And the subscriber is like, you know, once again, not really having any of this. He thinks he's being super intimidating, super scary, but it's just more annoying and it's pissing off the subscriber more that he thinks he's afraid of them. And he called him little boy. Like, nobody wants to be called that. So at that point, he really snaps, and he's like, listen, Al, I understand that you think you're the big man in charge of the bus, okay? I, I get that. I understand you think you're cool, you and your gang run stuff. You don't, actually. The bus driver and the school district are in charge of this bus, no matter how much you think you are. So go ahead and hit me, beat me up, do whatever you gotta do if I don't pay you. But just understand that the second you hit me, I'm telling the bus driver, and if you fight on the bus, you get kicked off, I don't. Which is the reality of the situation, you know, you can't just decide that you run the bus when you're somebody who rides the bus, that's not really how it goes down, you don't really have any, like, right to be in charge of it. Sure, could you say that the person who sent this in shouldn't have threatened to snitch? I guess, but at the same time, somebody starts saying, you're gonna pay me or I'm gonna beat you up, and you're like, alright, go ahead and beat me up, you're gonna get kicked off the bus, idiot. I don't know, I don't really consider that snitching if the other person is going out of their way to involve you in the situation and threaten to take your money. And uh, let's be honest, these guys aren't in charge of the bus. No matter how tough you think you and your little squad look in your Hot Topic t-shirts, the bus driver is still in charge of the bus at the end of the day. And if they slam on the brakes and go to the principal and say, this dude can't be on the bus anymore, I don't really know that there's much you can do to kind of stop them, you know? Then mom's gonna be really mad at you. You thought you hated your life before, just wait till you have a reason to get angry at your parents, dude. My goodness. Anyways, at that point, one of Al's little crony pipes up, and he's like, do you want me to take care of this kid for being disrespectful? Which, like, oh my gosh, bro. It's already embarrassing to think that you're the emo kid in charge of the bus and have a little mafia, right? But it's more embarrassing to be a henchman in the emo mafia. At least Al is out here bossing people around, but imagine taking orders from, like, a 5'6 kid that's running around with emo hair, flipping it, and being like, beat him up on the bus. And Al, kind of, I guess, afraid of the fact that this kid had stood up to them and said that I'll get you kicked off the bus is like, no, no, you don't need to do anything to him, you know, don't collect money from him, but go ahead and get the money from everybody else for their protection because, you know, we won't mess with him, but everybody else, we have to make sure that they can guarantee their safety. And the grunt, like the goon, the grunt, the goblin, whatever you want to call him is like, oh, okay, boss, and he goes to start getting money from everybody else. And I think in Al's mind, he was like, all right, this kid's going to be okay with that because we're not taking money from him, so he'll back down. He won't cause any problems. I still get my money. I win, right? But the only problem was this guy was in a really bad mood, the subscriber, and didn't want him to extort anyone on the bus. And I'll be honest, he shouldn't extort anyone on the bus. Bad mood or not, like, he's not just going to let you continue to take money from everybody else on the bus, so... Obviously, he decides to say something about it, so he's like, Al, no man, you're not gonna charge anyone for protection on this bus, do you understand? You do not run the bus. You're not allowed to be running around telling everybody that they have to pay you for protection or that they owe you money to make sure they're safe. You're not in charge of the bus. If you have a problem with what I'm saying, then like I said, punch me in the face and get kicked off this bus, but you're not gonna go around taking everybody's money. That's not how this is gonna work, all right? And Al at that point is getting annoyed because, you know, he, he's like, now I'm not gonna make my money from scaring little kids on the bus. 
So he says, you're getting in the way of my business. I don't know if business is how I would describe just like forcing people to give you money to stay safe before they go home, you know, but whatever. He's like, you're ruining my business. So we're going to settle this after school. Me and you are going to fight. Do you understand? And the subscriber is not really a fighter, but he's like, yeah, sure. Okay, we're going to fight like because he's just pissed off at this point. And at that point, the entire bus is like, ooh, ah, because, you know, when you're in school, anytime, you know, there's going to be a fight afterwards, you kind of get hyped, you you know, you start sizing it up like a UFC card. I don't know, man. I don't know. Al is emo. But at the same time, the dude who sent that story to Scrubs might be able to have some hands. You're just not too sure. Everybody just starts like breaking it down, watching their old fight footage, you know, comparing it. There's like Sports Center in the bathroom. Tonight, UFC undercard 87. Will the emos maintain their dominance or get beat up? And so whatever, all day at school, people are walking up to the subscriber and telling him like, bro, you have to beat up Al. Like, please beat up Al. I know he's scary and he's got his little mafia, but that guy sucks. And you know you really suck if people are walking up to the dude you're about to fight and telling him to like, please beat you up. I really want you to beat him up. That's how you know that people have to like really not like you and your little emo gang. But at the same time, what he finds out is that the little racket, him and his goons, his groons? What is that, dude? Like a crouton goon? Whatever. His groons were like going around extorting money from people all over the school, you know, forcing them to do their homework. I guess Al, in his own way, really was a little kingpin, you know? Him and his mafia had scared everybody into thinking that, like, if they didn't do what they asked, there was going to be consequences. And listen, what I really don't understand about this is, like, you know, if these guys are really running the school, if everybody's afraid of them doing their homework, you know, staying out of their way, being afraid to say anything offensive, you would think that Al and his boys better be like at least 6'5", 300-pound karate masters of pure muscle. But, you know, the way that Al was described to me is not intimidating. So the only thing I'm not really understanding is why the entire school was so horrified of this kid because the description given to me was that he was 5'6 and looked a little bit like a stick bug you know and call me crazy i have a stick bug build myself i'm very skinny no one should be afraid of me in a fight bro like uh, truthfully i think a, a gust of wind could probably best me in combat so i'm not really understanding why this dude and his squad were like so terrifying around the school it's not like he was described to me as someone i would be very afraid of and i'm not saying height is everything all right i'm just saying like if i have to look down to look you in the eyes and you're like give me money it's 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 not it's just hard for me to be intimidated anyways everybody in the school is just telling the subscriber that they get bullied by al Capone and the emo brothers you know and they want him to win this fight and so all day he's kind of getting hyped up he's starting to be like I have to win this fight for the good of the school you know it's up to me to protect everybody which it, it, I'm not gonna lie bro you're not Superman you're not really gonna change everything and protect everybody but hey whatever if you're hyping yourself up in your head before you get in a fight and you got to pretend that you're about to go save the planet <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that dude obviously when fights like get around the school like this everybody was pretty hyped so after school comes and the subscription starts walking to his bus which is where they agreed to meet to fight and there's like a huge crowd around him you know they're like oh here we go they're gonna fight they're gonna fight let's go let's go finally he's getting taken on you know everyone's hyping him up and it's just making him be more and more confident he's like okay I can win this fight I can win this fight if there's literally a crowd of people following you being like you got this you're gonna get confident there's no way that that doesn't make you feel more confident 
Anyways, they get there, and sure enough, Al and the emo brothers are there, you know. One of his emo brothers is holding his backpack, and Al's just kind of standing there trying to look all intimidating. And, uh, of course, it does intimidate the subscriber just a little bit, just because he had never been in a fight before, you know. Everyone's telling him, oh, beat up Al, beat up Al. The only issue is he has no experience with combat in the slightest. Anyways, Al drops into his fighting stance, and you would think somebody that's running around threatening people would have like a good fighting stance ready to just ba-ba, knock somebody out. But no, the stance he takes is one of those like old Irish man, put him up, see, put him up, see, yes, that's what I said, let's throw these dukes. He's just kind of looking goofy, but regardless, he drops into this stance and he's like, all right, let's fight, man, let's fight. And as I mentioned earlier, the subscriber had never been in a fight before. And uh, if you've never been in a fight before, it's it's definitely super weird the first time. I'm not like a fighter by any means, don't get it twisted. I've definitely got a losing record. And that being said, the first time you get in a fight, you just really don't know what to expect or how it goes. The only thing you've ever seen at that point is like fighting on television. So whatever, he's kind of nervous, but he's like, all right, I guess I just try to hit him, you know, even though it's weird the first time the concept is pretty simple You punch them more than they punch you or harder and you win But regardless as he's kind of getting ready He feels the slap on his face and he realizes that Al had just like open hand slapped him Which is just disrespectful, you know a lot of the crowd starts to laugh because this is the reality If you're in a fight with somebody and they slap you it just means that they think that they're about to beat the crap out of you dude And so after that, you know Al kind of is like oh I slapped him this guy's not going to be able to fight so he starts to get cocky and he puts his hands out kind of in like a shrug motion and he goes oh are you going to do something about that I just slapped you you're going to let me slap you are you going to do something about it and as he's talking all this crap he has his hands kind of to his side and the only thing that I'll say that like like I said I'm not a fighter by any means the one thing that I know for sure though you're supposed to make sure that you don't leave yourself open to getting punched in the face and when your hands are shrugging your face is wide open and you know the subscriber hadn't fought before before but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize oh if I punch him in the face right now he's not paying attention so the subscriber balls up his fist and just boom punches him right in the nose just right smack doom perfect shot more luck than it was skill obviously but sure enough as soon as he punches him in the nose everybody's like oh and Al instantly regrets showing off and he gets punched in the nose and drops to the ground you know, Al's now on the ground kind of rolling around in pain because getting punched in the nose doesn't feel good. And instead of being like, nice shot, we got to keep fighting, you know, or like getting angry, he starts saying, oh, dude, I wasn't ready. Like, what the heck, man? I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Which to me is just insanely stupid. Like, you're in a real fight right now. You guys don't like each other. You're, you're in combat. Why would this dude be waiting until you were ready? I just feel like that makes no sense. There's no such thing as like, oh, you didn't hit me because I wasn't ready. Like, maybe in a boxing with rules. But if you're in a street fight, I feel like the rules are there are no rules. Like, it's just kind of combat. Obviously, you shouldn't kick someone in the groin or whatever. But no, if you're going to, like, put your arms up and start taunting somebody and they punch you in the face while you're taunting them, like, it's not against the rules, man. They don't have to wait and go, is it okay if I try to punch you in the face now? Anyways, I guess the shame of getting hit in the face eventually comes to him because he gets back up and, like, comes to punch the subscriber in the face. And here's the thing. You know, obviously, to get in a fight, you've got to be mad. But when you're just trying to punch somebody out of pure anger, you're not being very smart about how you're punching or whatever. So, in reality, if he was calm, he would have beat the crap out of this subscriber. And they admit that. That's what they said. That's why I'm saying that. 
but he's just mad. So he's just kind of throwing insane punches that make no sense, leaving himself wide open. And so, you know, the subscriber realizing that he keeps leaving his face wide open when he starts trying to knock him out with punches that are being swung like a a hammer at the fair. You know those games where you gotta like ring the bell with your strength? That's how hard he's trying to punch him, but it's just going wide. It's not very accurate. And so he waits for another swing and his face is wide open and he just, boom, punches him in the face again. This time right under the chin. And instead of just like dropping to the ground and saying he wasn't ready, this time he starts crying and backs up. And at that point, the crowd is just standing there stunned. Here's this untouchable emo kid who like literally runs this gang extorting everybody. And he's talking about how tough he is and you don't want to cross him because he'll beat you up. And then some dude that's never been in a fight before punches him in the face twice and he's crying. Obviously, that's going to leave a lot of you stunned thinking, wait, why was I getting bossed around by this dude? You're telling me the entire time I could have just punched him in the face and it would have been over? And so the silence eventually takes, like, changes places with a bunch of people screaming, ow, you've been bullying me this entire time and you're crying, you know, like people kind of being like, this guy sucks. You know, that type of stuff, which doesn't make Al feel too good, I'm sure. I mean, they wouldn't be saying these things if you hadn't have been rolling around threatening them and forcing them to do your homework. You know, they, they might have been a little bit more on your side when you're getting beat up. But uh, as he's sitting there listening to this, he's probably watching the respect and power that he had over the school with his little emo crew just dissolve in front of his eyes. It's almost like uh, an Infinity War when the snap happens and everybody starts to just drift into dust. But he, instead of like an actual person, he's just watching his respect and dignity just poof, go into the wind as it slowly flies away because he just got beat up in front of everyone. And at that point, anger overcomes him even harder than it was when he was like just trying to punch him. And he starts running back towards the sub, screaming, just saying, I'm going to kill you, you know. And so the subscriber kind of gets ready to like get hit because he's pissed running at him. But in his infinite wisdom, as he's sprinting towards him, right, he trips and eats crap in front of everybody. And he doesn't smack his face hard or anything. He gets his hands out in time. But, you know, when you've been punched in the face, you're crying, and then you charge somebody and fall. It it doesn't look good. So the entire crowd, when he falls, literally starts laughing at him. Which I know is mean, but I mean, like, how could you not in that situation, dude? Somebody's like, I'm gonna kill you, charges someone that just beat them up, and then they fall? It's like, man, dude, you didn't even need to fight this guy. You're literally defeating yourself. And it's not like this guy has been nice to everybody. He's literally been threatening them, extorting them, forcing them to do things. Of course they're gonna think it's hilarious that he just got beat up. I mean, put yourself in their shoes. Some kid has been walking up to you like, listen, I have this group of guys that will beat you up if you don't do what I say, and I'll beat you up. And sure enough, he has this group of guys behind him. You know, you've never seen him fight, but you're not going to take those chances. I mean, I probably would. Like, I'm, I'm not a tough guy. I just got a problem with authority. It's not a good thing. But you guys know what I mean. Like, chances are you'd be pretty upset at that person and watching them get beat up and self-owning themselves by tripping and falling. Like, that's a good thing. So whatever, obviously he's embarrassed because he literally just got beat up in front of everybody, tripped and fell, and on top of that, everybody's now realizing that this dude can't do anything. Like, even if he wants you to do his homework, if you don't do it, what is he gonna do? Get punched in the face twice and cry? So everybody's just kind of laughing and talking crap, but a crowd that large, screaming fight, you know, and laughing is obviously gonna attract attention. So a teacher ends up coming 
standing up pretty quickly after that and just kind of breaks them up, says they have to go to the dean's office. They're walking with the teacher to the office and they're getting the whole, you know, oh, fighting's bad, you shouldn't fight, you know, be friends with everyone because uh, kindness, just whatever teachers tell you about, like, you'll never disagree with anyone in the real world. Whatever, that's crap. You're not going to like people. Yes, you shouldn't run around punching people in the face, but the idea that you're going to kumbaya with everybody all the time, let's be realistic. It's just not going to happen. Anyways, they get into the principal's office, and they both get suspended for five days, which is just what happens when you fight. And, you know, all things considered, usually I defend the person who, like, got in the fight. If somebody says, we're going to fight at the bus when you walk up and then you walk up and drop into a fighting stance and so do they Uh, you both agreed to fight in that situation you know it's not like this guy got attacked out of nowhere he was down to fight they both swung and uh, he won anyways for those five days at home he doesn't get electronics his parents were pretty upset which is reasonable but that means that he doesn't really know what anyone's saying he doesn't really know what anyone's talking about all he knows is that he won the fight and he got suspended but he ends up coming back onto the bus and he's insanely hyped about the results of the little situation you know most of the bus is like forget al i'm not afraid of him anymore he isn't in charge nobody was like taking him seriously even his own little gang that he used to be in charge of had lost a bunch of respect for him and like wouldn't really take orders from him anymore so he didn't really have the ability to be running around making people do his homework or like getting people to do anything he had lost his kingpin powers which uh has to definitely not feel too great bro you go from like uh, running around threatening teachers and having them listen to you and then all of a sudden everybody's like dude you kind of suck And uh, it definitely did bug him, like he would always give really dirty looks to the subscriber, but you know, when you don't have a gang of people backing you up and everybody knows that you can't fight, there's not too much you can do about it. So he just kind of tried to like avoid everybody on the bus, but you know, after that, riding home every day was a lot more enjoyable without somebody running around pretending they're Al Capone running the place. But uh, on top of it, there was a benefit for the subscriber, you know, obviously when you take down the person that's been bullying everybody, People tend to think you're pretty cool for it. So, uh, you know, he kind of got a reputation as a cool dude for taking down Mr. Capone. Moral of the story, uh, you're not a mobster if you are bullying people younger than you on a school bus, okay? You're just kind of a bully with a group. And listen, man, I understand that you want to be Tony Soprano. You want to be in charge of the mob. The mob does, like, you know, they make people sleep with fishes. You making people give you $5 on the school bus is just not the same thing, all right? Anyways, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video hopefully you enjoyed if you did i would really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button let me know what you thought in the comment section down below and of course subscribe if you're new and turn on notifications if you don't know what to comment go ahead and comment the word emo down below it just helps the videos do better and i would very much appreciate it and if you want to be a real g i'll put a link to the intro song down below along with the link to my podcast the scuffed cast or if you're a big fan of g fuel energy the best energy drink for gamers you can go on over to their website use code scrubby at checkout to get a discount and the last link you'll find down in the description is a link to the merch store so if you want to go over and pick yourself out a t-shirt i would definitely appreciate it i'm not biased but it's the coolest t-shirt of all time and uh yeah on that note that'll do it don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and hopefully i'll see you guys all next time with another video i'm out peace